0: That's the thing, people just think just because it exists, people have to check right, it out.
1: Right, right, they don't. Yeah. They don't. It's way too many options yeah. out
0: there. It's a lot easier to hit skip. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so easy. Yeah. A lot so easier. Easy, yeah. I mean, it, it, with everything. Oh, but. yeah. Or even not to turn it on. Right, right. Just to say, like, I already know what I yeah, like. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't even have to lose. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. Need- What up guys? Welcome to Convincing Creatives. This is episode nine. Today we've got showtime here. We're at K ninety seven point five in Raleigh. What up though? Welcome to the show, man. Evan, thank you for having me, sir. Good to be here. I appreciate you coming on, man. So uh right here in Raleigh, you're doing a lot of creative things. I'm trying to. Yeah, I heard you on WNC, yeah, yeah, the local yeah. NPR affiliate here, yeah. talking to Frank Station, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Frank, stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, Frank
1: is a great guy, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can you uh, hit us a little bit with kind of like what you're working on now? Obviously, you're
1: hosting here at K97.5. Yeah. yeah, so I'm an on-air personality yeah. with K97.5. Yeah. Uh, I'm on nights, uh, Monday through Saturday, 7 to midnight. Right. Number one night show in the Triangle and just trying to rock out, man. Just Definitely. Just really trying to bring bring the heat we call it the trap so we trap it out all night long and that's what we
0: do i love it
1: so you've got a great hustle
0: and a great grind going on right now so you're doing a lot of cool stuff uh one of the things i know that you talked a little bit about on frank's show on Mm -hmm. wnc was a book that you're working on right now Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. also kind of being involved with fatherhood as a creative could you talk a little bit about that yeah Yeah.
1: so i work i work a lot um in fatherhood so kind of Working with fathers, advocating for fathers and speaking around the country about the importance of fatherhood and responsible parenting and things like that. Um, so just, you know, just really trying to get the message out here right. that fathers are involved in their kids' lives right. and we are engaged in our kids' lives right. and we're doing a lot of work out here, man, just to raise this this next generation. Definitely. So, you know, writing is something that I do. Speaking is something that I do. Mm-hmm. I go out to the schools and I talk to the kids. But, you know, most importantly, just trying to get the message out there that fatherhood is important. Right. Uh, it's my passion. It's something that, you know, I have two kids. I got a, a 14-year-old and a 7-month-old. Okay. So, you know, I'm just really out here just trying to spread the message of responsible yeah. parenting, man.
0: How, how are uh, kids, how do they kind of affect your creative life? Um, I know that's a big uh, hmm. question because yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah, yeah, of yeah. factors to that. Yeah,
1: but. well, you know, my daughter is 14, so sometimes I kind of lean on her for yeah. for ideas and yeah. just to try to see what's going on with with the youth um, and just to see what's popping with the millennials and what the young folks are really into. So I kind of use her as a crutch. My son, he's seven months, so for for, for him, it's kind of like inspiration. So a lot of the things that I do uh, creatively, he's Mm -hmm. the the driving force because I want him to be able to grow up and say, you know, my dad did this or my dad did that or, you know, just leaving a legacy for them, man. You know, I always say a wise man leaves leaves an inheritance for his children's children's children. Um, so I want to be sure that I'm leaving a legacy, not just for right. my two, but, you know, for the kids that are, that are to come along and, the, you know, the folks in my family who mm-hmm. are to come along when I'm long gone. And how do you, you kind of decide creatively? I know that you
0: we were talking a little before the show. Mm-hmm. You had a background in producing yeah. and making beats. Um, how do you kind of decide what is relevant and what is worth saying kind of at any given moment in time?
1: It just depends, man. You know, sometimes there are times when you have to have a certain filter, yeah. and I think as you get older, yeah. your filter starts to, right. <laughs> starts, to, starts to get a little different because you don't want to do anything to embarrass your kids. Right, Like right. you don't want to say anything that your kids can get, you know, picked on at sure. at school or do anything that's going to put you in a certain situation to where yeah. you have to defend yourself or explain yourself yeah. to your kids. So a lot yeah. of times the things that I do or the things that I say are a reflection of yeah. me as a parent first And, you know, for me, the way that I parent, like, I want to always be a responsible parent to my kids. And I want them to see me as a, a walking, talking example of what they should right. be and how they should behave and how they should act. Right.
0: And uh creatively, let's rewind a little bit. Let's okay. talk about how you got your start. I yeah. know that you've come to the Raleigh area a couple years back, yeah. grew up in Virginia, yeah. Um and you've always had
1: a real big love for hip hop, yeah, obviously yeah. working at the hip hop station. Definitely.
0: Yeah, could you talk a little bit about kind of what you did? You grew up in the golden era of hip hop.
1: Yeah. So just, you know, growing up, you know, I yeah. fell in love with hip hop in, you know, 1988. And, you know, I had a cousin who introduced me to hip-hop right. and hip-hop culture. So I took that love and kind of turned it into the desire to to, right. to, to have a passion and to, to to fuel my career. Absolutely. You know, I started making beats through hip-hop. I wanted mm-hmm. to be a producer at one point, and then I decided that I wanted to use radio as a, as a way to catapult myself um, into uh, – the producers feel at the time, right. you know, at that time, Pharrell and the Neptunes were really popular, and Timberland was really mm-hmm. popular, and I wanted to be that next up-and-coming producer, and I just saw radio as a as a way for me to get off yeah. and, and, and meet people and introduce right. myself and kind of shake hands and, right. and 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 find out who was who and who do the I network do right. the networking right. thing, right? And that's just what I did, and you know, we almost 20 years later, and I'm still I'm still in radio, it but stuck. you know, I haven't <laughs> necessarily you know. Uh, Pursue production But it's something that I still have a passion for Something that I still love And something that I still um, Try to at least stay up on
0: Well I feel like that's something that I'm seeing a lot today Is people who are really balancing out I mean, that's something I'm doing now with the podcast is, yeah. like, you know, different mediums. Like, right, you know, they're an right, artist, right. but they have a podcast. They're an right, artist, right. but they, you know, work and right, write books. Um, I feel like that's sort of important. Like, I know there's that kind of age-old uh, mystique of the artist who kind of runs to the shadows,
1: yeah, does yeah. their work, and throws it back yeah, out, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which I think
0: is still relevant. Yeah. But, like, what do you think? What, yeah, your well, I
1: th- I think today we live in an era where, you know, you have to have yourself readily available on sure. different mediums. Like you know you can't just do a a a podcast and you know yeah. not have any sort of video right. element to it or any sort of social media you know when even though i grew up in a time where you know you you did the work and you put it out and you know you worked it for a little bit and then you mm-hmm. you know kind of went about your business uh it's a little bit different now mm-hmm. you know and i think you have to have those other elements those right. other things right. inside of your um, your project in order for it to work and in order for it to right. to function in order for it to be accepted by the masses because people want to see yeah different elements of what yeah. it is that you do
0: and people want to see what you're up to too it's like they want to figure out what it is that makes you human right you know because like i think that's what i hear i don't agree with the statement but, but people say you need to present yourself as a brand and right, i'm like right, i want right, to see right someone as a person, right. <laughs> you know, I don't want right, to say, right, I, right, like, right, I don't right. think a person is like, you know, Taco Bell, like that's yeah, a very yeah, different yeah, thing, yeah. but I mean, I understand the need to promote, right. Because obviously no one's going to find your work without promotion. Yeah, You got to brand yourself. Yeah. Man. Like you have to bring, you got to be a shameless yeah. self promoter. Like, and that's hard for a lot of artists, man. Yeah, Cause yeah, like yeah. a lot of times artists are sort of, you know, we use our creativity to talk about like, and this is something I want to touch on later, like mental health and stuff, right. but at the same time, you also have to be like, hey guys, come out eight o'clock. This, and that, yeah, and the third. Yeah. 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 So, how, gotta, how do you
1: find a way to balance that? It, it, you know, it's certain things that we have to, we we innately have yeah. in us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, some some of us are good at promoting yeah. ourselves. And right. Some of us are good at the actual art. Right. Some of us are good at the business side, or mm-hmm. we're not good at. You know, so you just have to find those things that you're good at and yeah. and work those things. Like I just, yeah. you know, I'm good at social media. I'm yeah. good at, you know. Marketing myself, I'm right. not good at keeping a schedule. I'm not good. At, I'm, I'm bad at I'm that not myself. Good at man. Being organized, yeah. So that's yeah. when you have people around you who can help you out right. with those things. um You know, I'm not good necessarily with remembering people's names all the time. I'm terrible, at it. right? So <laughs> you yeah. know, that's why you you, you set yourself sure. up with certain reminders or certain ways. You know, stuff that has to be done if you want to yeah. be effective in the business world. Even though you know, yeah. being a creative is great but a lot of times you want to turn your passion into a profit absolutely and, and, and that's the hardest part that's, that's the hardest part a lot of yeah. times but you have to necess- you have to do these things right. and and do them well in order for people to take you serious Yeah. And I feel like that's the the trap a lot of people get caught in is like,
0: you know, they'll work their day job or Mm -hmm. whatever, and they'll come home and like, you know, music or art or painting, that's like the thing they do to decompress. But also, you know, there's a part of them that would love to do that full time. Right. And they don't always know how. And like, I always say, use your day job to fund your passion. Yeah. Uh, One of the things I definitely, you know, we talked on a little bit before the show was mental health Mm -hmm. and using creativity to kind of talk about things. How do you feel about that? Because I feel like now culturally we're sort of in an interesting moment where I feel more and more people are willing to have the conversation yeah because I feel like you know if you're not willing to have the conversation you can't get through something right right? so how do do you feel about artists that are more open about that because I think it's great I
1: I, I think it's important I think we're in a time frame where mental health uh it needs to be discussed now more than ever absolutely right because I think you know there are things that can trigger certain Uh, emotions within uh, within us that we don't even know. Right. Um, you know, and I think it's important for us to talk about our mental health. And for me, you know, as a man, a lot of times men, we don't, we aren't the most expressive when it comes to what we're going through mentally, whether it be depression, whether it be anxiety, um... Whether it just be trying to figure things out and and, and carrying the world on our shoulders. Mm -hmm. Um, So as men, we don't always do the best job of expressing those things, but we have to find a way to talk through these things, whether it be to talk to our wives, to talk to our girlfriends, to talk to um, professionals, people who can help us with these things. I think it's important for us to have these conversations because if we don't, then we carry this baggage with us. Right. You know, these these things start to they start to fester within us. Right. And then they start to manifest themselves within um, negative behaviors like right. self-medicating, whether right. it be heavily drinking, whether it be um, being promiscuous and being with a lot of women, mm-hmm. whether it be uh, uh, doing drugs or mm-hmm. some things like that. Um, and we start to lean on these things. You know, I think when we look at the situation that just happened with Mac Miller, Right. Um, when we look at what happened with Demi Lovato, I think, you know, this industry that we're in, as creatives, if we're not careful, it can chew us up and spit us out. Right. So we have to do a better job of coping with whatever it is that we're going through and finding a, a, a healthy way right. to deal with these things. So, you know, I just try to express, you know, some of the things that I've gone through in my life, man, just in hope that it helps somebody else. And right. that my, my, my test is... Is a, is a is a testimony and, and and help someone get through their struggles that they might be going through in a way that's not destructive because a lot of times, you know, the way that we tend to handle these things becomes destructive and mm-hmm. it's not healthy. It's not good for us and it's not good for our families. And, you know, it just it doesn't lead to anything positive.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's about absolutely finding that balance, man, because it's it's using the resources you have, mm-hmm. whether it's art, whether it's music and I think that's a step, but I think a lot of people think that's the only step they right. need to take. And right, I think right, right. that you know, if you've got something weighing on you, definitely, if you feel the way the right way about it, share it in your art, share yeah. it in your music. Yeah. But also, don't be afraid to talk to someone right. about it, like a mental health professional. Absolutely, absolutely. Self care yeah. is self care. is important, man. Yeah, I, I think we're we're getting to that conversation, yeah. and I and I feel over the years we'll get through it. I hope so. I hope so, but. I think it's one that you gotta. The only way out is through, and, and I feel confident that people are uh, kind of going through that. Yeah. And so yeah, I feel definitely. feel good about people sharing. Yeah. Um. That's definitely something I wanted to touch on because I know you do a lot of motivational speaking as mm-hmm. well. Could you talk about um, how you kind of share that message in a you know broader settings? I you know like a podcast or radio. It's a little more intimate. Yeah. Um. When you're doing a crowd of people. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. How is yeah, that man. any different?
1: So one of the things that I do, um, I kind of do you know trainings and cultural competency yeah. trainings and you know talking to groups about the importance of understanding how we can build bridges mm-hmm. um with the younger generation through yeah. hip hop and through pop culture yeah. so the difference is that I actually get to have these conversations face to face with right. people and I got to get to actually touch these folks and yeah. you know ex- explain to them the importance of right. and the, just a the dire time that we're right. in because we are in tough times right yes, now we man are. um and a lot of times we don't necessarily know that the younger generation is dealing with things and you know mm-hmm. dealing with with issues that we don't even think about yeah. because we get so caught up as as like the older the older folks yeah. and the elder statesmen of well this is not how it was when I right. was growing up or this isn't the way that it was yeah. when when we used to do it right. but you know the way they do it it's it's it, it might be different but the result needs to be the same how are we going to help them get through it right right um, so that's what I try to help people with. I try to help people yeah. and help them understand that we have to do a better job of, instead of putting up walls, we need to worry about building more bridges Right. and how we can make those connections with, 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 with young people.
0: And I think that's it cause I think the biggest mistake people make is they assume, you know, kids are kids, they're right. young, they're not going to care. They're right. not going to notice, right. but kids right. are sponges, man. Right. They, they soak everything yeah. up. I mean, yeah. and and being there, uh, you know, creatively for people helps too, cause uh, I lived in Baton Rouge for a while, mm. and and there was this uh, kind of extracurricular program I did with like at-risk kids that were uh, actually at a like military kind of boot camp situation, yeah. and so like they had this choice where they could either go to juvie or do that, and so they had this like arts program, and these were kids who were just told basically like they're they're nothing, like, yeah. and their teachers just told them that, their, right? You know, society didn't want them, right, right, right. and like through art. Like, these kids came alive. Yeah. And, like, that's what is beautiful is, like, you know, you can really show people that, you know, yeah, maybe math isn't your thing. Maybe science isn't right. your thing, you know. Because right. traditional school, right. you don't always know your options. Right. But, like, you know, pick up a paintbrush, pick up a mic. Right. You know, you, you can do stuff. You can do and, great like, things, yeah. And that's how people discover worth, too, mm-hmm. is, like, I think as creatives, you know – <laughs> we put a lot of worth like you said earlier uh into what we're doing while we're doing it mm-hmm. but also like establishing that human connection with the balance is important too yeah well, you know because it's feast or famine with creativity because yeah, yeah. like you know it's not
1: always going to be opportunities right. out there
0: right how, how do you kind of balance that when you um you know work through something because i know you juggle a lot of yeah. stuff
1: yeah I, I think you know like i said earlier when you and i were talking mm-hmm. it, as a creative it can be so easy to you know f- lose value yeah. in yourself when you're not working on that next thing or when you're not creating that thing or when yeah. you're not um doing something that you feel is productive right you know what I mean and I think you have to at some point begin to lean on the value of knowing that you're more than what you do yeah you know what I mean yeah. you know we get so caught up in okay well i'm not I'm not painting I'm not Rapping, I'm not doing this. Then I don't. Yeah. I'm not anything. But we were created to do much more and to be much yeah. more yeah. than what we do. We're multifaceted, beings. right? Right? Yeah. Right? So we have to do a better job of, you know, just finding out and 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 leaning on our greatness. We get into, into these positions and these predicaments where we forget that we've done great things in the past and we yeah. don't celebrate ourselves. Yeah. And not even depending on anyone else to celebrate us right but we don't celebrate ourselves enough yeah. and i think as creators we have to do a better job of doing that and it's also we get caught up in a comparison
0: model with oh, social absolutely, media absolutely i mean know. i can only speak for myself but and, and i don't mean to do it but like a lot of times you see someone do something big and then all of a sudden you're like man what have
1: i done you yeah know, but and, and comparison and, is yeah. a thief of joy man it is um and like you know that, yeah. if, if you leave if you live your life trying to compare yourself to someone else, then, like, you're running the wrong race. Yeah. Like, you have to run your race at your pace yeah. and not worry about, like, I can't worry about what Evan is doing because yeah. you're f- going down a whole different path than right. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't worry about what Showtime is doing because Showtime is, 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 doing, is going in a whole different direction right. than you are. You know what I mean? Right. Hopefully right. one day we'll meet – At the mountaintop, but my journey to get there is totally different. Absolutely. You know, your obstacles to get to where you're going could be totally different than any obstacles that I might have faced. That I don't necessarily see. But if I'm just looking on social media, then yeah. you know, you think everybody is rich. Everybody's got money. Everybody's happy successful. all the time. Right, yeah. right, right. It's, it's it's not like that. So that's yeah. why I say, man, comparison is is the thief of joy. And that's what that's all it does. It just steals That's a great it quote. steals your joy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who made it. I can't I wish I could take credit for yeah. it, but No, that's huh. that's great. Yeah, <laughs> no, man. Um so kind of
0: plugging into local community. I'm, yeah. I'm curious about um, what do you think's going
1: on here in Raleigh and Durham specifically? You know, with music and hip hop culture yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Raleigh and Durham is super popping right now. I think we're in a great time. I think when you look at what's going on, what just happened with the article. Cool, yeah. Uh, what J Cole is doing with the Dreamville Festival. Like ten years from now, you're going to look back yeah. and say, I wish I, I remember. Right, yeah. right, right. I remember when yeah. you know before Amazon came to Raleigh, which <laughs> by the way, I definitely do think Amazon is coming. Yeah. Um. I remember when, like, I went, I was in downtown Raleigh a couple of weeks ago, and this is when the the food court, um, the food hall just opened, the Morgan mm -hmm. Street Food Hall. That place is crazy. This is amazing. You know, there's urban outfitters down there, and, you know, it's just like a real live metropolitan area. So I know you have sort
0: of a platform to help artists get exposure, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure you have people come to you, and I've had the same thing with music videos. It's like people hit me up, and it's like, hey, I got a song idea, and I'm like, well, I'd love to actually hear a log line. Like, right, what, right, is right. The, what do you want to visually see? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, not just, like, I want a video with me in front of a building, and that's right, it. Right right, like, right, right, right. I can do that in my sleep. right, you know? right, right, I've right. done that before. It's, right. like, anyone, you know, it's like, anytime I make a video with anyone, you know, whether it's, like, a paid thing or a collab thing, I just want to push something a yeah. little further. Like, yeah. how, do, how do you kind of filter that
1: through with um, music
0: when you play something?
1: Well, I I, I think the sound yeah. has to fit in if we're talking about radio stuff yeah. it has to fit in with what's being played on the radio sure. right with a trend or anything or just right? it has to be like industry standard i feel you you know okay. what i mean like i think it has to be a certain quality right. like sometimes we'll get some stuff or i get some stuff and yeah. it's just not technically it's not right. good oh, okay <laughs> you right <laughs> you for yeah. lack of a better yeah. term like let's just keep it on yeah. like it's not good right um but sometimes i get stuff that you know that surprises me and it's it's really quality yeah. music and it's really quality work yeah but it's just all about how you present yourself and how you present your product and how serious you're taking your craft like we can tell that you you know that you're not taking your craft seriously right. You know, so it's important for artists to understand that everything counts. You know, I don't necessarily look at how many followers somebody has on social media. But, you know, if you give me a product like I expect it to be. Yeah, of a certain of degree. a certain quality. Right. Yeah. So I think that's important. I feel you on that.
0: Um, so in terms of actually getting something out there in mm-hmm. 2018, I feel mm-hmm. like everything is so saturated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we were talking about before the show about how many albums were out and just yeah, yeah. everything like that. Um, how do you stand out in this
1: day and age with anything? Yeah, it's hard, man. I think finding your niche yeah. is the key. Right. Because, you know, like we talked about, there's a there's a fan base out there for everything mm-hmm. now. If you like uh, trap rap, there's mm-hmm. a fan base out there. If you like boom bap hip hop, there's a fan base out there. Mm-hmm. If you like go-go, if you like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's those are the types of music that you make. There's something out there for you. So just finding what your fan base is and catering to yeah. that. Like yeah. you don't have to water your product down. You don't have to you know, try to make a uh, right. radio single. Right. You know what I mean? Just find your fan base. Like so many artists now are making making millions and millions of dollars just off of their art. Right. Doing their art the way they want to do it and going on tour and yeah. selling merch and selling out shows yeah. and you know what I mean? Without and just, a label. Without everything. a label. And yeah. you know, you don't need that machine behind yeah. you like you did 15, 20 years ago. So just go out here and do it and, and make it happen. Well I mean that's the thing. It's like people
0: think everyone has to be your fan right and like right, you know right. like if you walk down the street everyone in your purview right 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 could be your fan i right. think that's the wrong way that's the wrong way you yeah. know you got to yeah. target because yeah. those are the people that are gonna like you said come to your
1: shows and buy your merch absolutely and really support you year after year year after year yeah uh, and that's important is like finding your core fan base and figuring out how to monetize yeah those fans like how can you turn those people who are your followers into people who actually will stream your music. Yeah, you gotta deliver buy your them value, right? Right, you know, right, So right, they right. feel like they get something. Yeah, good, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's what a lot of people miss out on.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. People just think just because it exists, people have to check it right, out.
1: Right, right. They don't. Yeah. They don't. It's way too many options yeah. out
0: here. It's a lot easier to hit skip. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so easy. Yeah, a lot so easier. easy. I mean, yeah. e- with everything.
1: Oh, yeah. Or even not to turn it on. Right.
0: Right. Just to say, like, I already know what I like. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even have to lose. I don't even. Yeah.
1: I don't like the way you look. I don't like the hat he has on. Right, so, nah, right. I'm good.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing. You've got every external thing before you even hit play. Yep. And, like, I mean, that's what's crazy about this day and age. Yeah. Is, you know, you can Google someone and kind of figure them out in a way. Facts. I mean, you know, maybe not on a deep, deep level, yeah, yeah. but you can get a vibe. Yeah, on a surface yeah. level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, kind of like to wrap up uh, in terms of presentation mm-hmm. um i know you've packaged yourself and presented yourself as sort of a you know a variety of different mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. people and hats that you wear and everything like that how do you do that uh because i know a lot of people say i oh, focus on one thing yeah but i feel like this day and age you have to juggle yeah i feel like that's yeah, the key how, yeah, yeah. how do you do that successfully well i
1: don't i don't think anybody can do yeah. everything well yeah right i don't yeah. think you want to be the person who says oh i can do everything right well i think you need to find those certain things right you know whether it be one two or three things and hone in on mm-hmm. those you know what i mean you don't want to be you know the jack of all trade and then the master of none right, right? you don't <laughs> want to be that guy like right. you want to be excellent at whatever you do at mm-hmm. whatever audience you're serving whether it be public speaking whether yeah. it be radio whether right. it be hip hop whether it be a podcast whatever it is you want to do you want to kick ass at it right yeah. and that's how you get more business, and yeah. that's how you get people to buy into your brand is yeah. by doing an excellent job and being top notch um, at whatever it is that you do, right? And not letting you know things suffer, right? Just because you're trying to do so many things, mm-hmm. if you can do three things and do them. Uh, exceptionally exceptionally well, then you do those three things and you do them exceptionally well. Right. And then once you've mastered those, then you go on and you say, okay, well, I want to try my hand at this. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. But a lot of times we get so caught up in seeing what this person is doing on social media or seeing what the next big big thing is or the next, you know, trend is that we forget we haven't even mastered one and one A yet. Right. You know, we're trying to move on to, f- to level four or five. Yeah. yeah. You got master one and one A first. Are putting in those cheat codes and yeah. yeah, in the
0: yeah, first few levels. I mean that's it, man. It's uh you know exactly that. And I think people, you know, kind of think they can bypass and cut corners. But right. I think I always say like as long as you're providing value to someone, mm-hmm. now it may mm-hmm. not be thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, and I think what a lot of people do is they say, Oh, you know, it's only three people, I give up after four months. Right. And then right, they right, don't right, know. like right. I think anything you do it's going to take at least five years yeah. to get something really yeah, 10,000 hours. in. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's the persistence. Um, so this is great. This is a great lead into kind of the last question okay. I have and I ask everyone on the show, the same question. Okay. What are you currently struggling with right now as a creative and how do you think you can work to remedy that, um, and, and try to move forward? I feel like this is always different for me.
1: Hmm. What am I currently struggling with? That's a great question, Evan. Yeah, I know. I always try to trip people up yeah, at the yeah. End. yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Get them comfortable. In yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm currently struggling with um, time management. Yeah, I feel you on that. I think time Same. management is my thing. Because as someone who um, I am, you know, first and foremost, a husband and a father um i have a a fairly newborn at home he's seven months oh congrats thank you sir a 14 year old um full-time on the radio doing public speaking and workshops and trainings and trying to uh, gain new business and doing the work and then obtaining the work and marketing the work that all falls on me so a lot of times it's you know, 24 hours in a day, what you wish, like, man, I wish it was, like, 27. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's three extra hours to uh, oh my answer emails. Gosh, I mean, If I had three you- extra hours in a day, I'd yeah. be a dangerous man, yeah. oh, man, man. Um But, you know, sometimes things fall by the wayside yeah. because I may not have time to work Absolutely. out. Absolutely. In two weeks because I've been so caught up in, in doing work. But mm-hmm. if I don't work out, then I'm not healthy. If I'm not healthy, then I can't be here for my family. Yeah. So, you know, I think I'm struggling with time management and yeah. trying to figure out the best way to um, get everything yeah. done and yeah. to do everything that I need to get done. Because I'll look up and it's like, man, the, the day is gone. Yeah. and I haven't even responded to my email. So one of the things that I do, I try to delegate, let's say, like Sunday nights yeah. for sending Emails. Carve out a specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When everyone's asleep, and that way, if I send them out late Sunday, then people will be more inclined to receive them on Monday morning as soon as they come yeah. into the office. You know, They'll be at the top. They'll be at the top, right. Yeah, so right. that's my strategy for sending out emails. So I am just, like just figuring out yeah. just strategies and just trying to figure out uh, a system, man, and just putting systems in place that work for me because my system may not work for sure. Evan. So right now I'm just trying to figure out what system works for me yeah. and how can I really do the best that I can do with Absolutely. Um, making everything a cohesive um, plan and just putting it all together. That's great advice, man, because I feel better because yeah. I, I, I feel
0: the exact same way. Yeah, it's man, like that's hard, man. I want to steal some hours yeah. from different days. Like I just remember sitting in class in like fifth grade and feeling like the day was so slow. right, when you're right, an adult, right, that doesn't happen. No, I feel like man, the day no. just goes by
1: in a blink. You're an adult. It's totally different, man. I feel like it's, days are like minutes. Listen, they, like, they go by so fast, yeah. man. They go by so fast. So yeah. That's why you have to be uh, very intentional about what Absolutely. you do with your time and not getting so caught up in. You know, you'll spend – an hour and a half on social media and right. not even realize it. Right. You know, can you just imagine if we added up all the time that we were on Instagram? I don't think I'd want to look. Throughout the day, right. Yeah. And then just take that and multiply it by yeah. 30 days in a month mm. and just think, about, oh, man, I literally wasted 15 hours out of the month. You know what I could have right. been doing? Right. You know what I mean? So it's important that we, and we, you know, I catch myself a lot of times. I'm like, look, I've been scrolling on my timeline for seven minutes. Yeah. Like, I need to get up and do something. I gotta yeah. move because I could be doing something much more productive with my time. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not posting anything that's gonna bring me new business. Right. I'm not creating anything, so I'm just, I'm just endless, scrolling. Yeah. Right. I'm in the matrix. So yeah. let's get up. Let's put this phone right. down. Let's get off of words with friends. Yeah. And let's just like really right. do something productive, man. Yeah. So
0: that's 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 really it for me. Something I did, recently. I don't know if this is for everyone, and I still cheat, but I, I put all the social media icons on the last page of my phone yeah, in yeah, a yeah, folder. Yeah, 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 so that way yeah. if I go in, I have to do like three right, clicks. Right, right, so I right, really right. have to say I'm about right, to do it. Right, right, And I right. still get in there. But, right, right, right. You know. But it's still
1: those small things, yeah. man, that we do to kind yeah. of keep us on task and try to keep yeah. everything in order for us. Absolutely.
0: Well, Showtime, I appreciate you being yes, on the sir. show, man.
1: Uh, where can people get in touch with you if they want to find your stuff? So – I'm all over the interwebs, <laughs> Al Gore's internet, um, at Showtime says on everything on Instagram. You can also follow my fatherhood stuff is at the glad dad. Um, I do a lot of public speaking. Like I said, I do a lot of workshops and events yeah. around the country, uh, just talking about the importance of responsible parents and responsible fatherhood and, you know, just cultural competency and how we can relate to the next generation on, uh, building those bridges instead of building walls. Absolutely. Well, y'all definitely check out what Showtime's working on. For sure. Again, I appreciate
0: being on the show, Thank man. Thank you, sir.
1: Y'all take care.